He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. Uh, it's at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Awkwardwithevan.com is the website for all the old episodes. And of course, like, subscribe, and share this. Five-star reviews for iTunes are lovely. Um, also to support uh, patreon.com slash funnyevan. Uh, where supporters like you can connect with creators like me. Uh, <laughs> I am going to give you this talk uninterrupted. Uh, there are critical times right now. Uh, I can speak only from personal experience and the experience of many in the state of California that uh, life is not as idyllic as you would think from all the music and the songs and the TV shows that have been based on this state. Uh, I Facebook friended someone who is currently organizing the recall effort for the governor, Gavin Newsom. And uh, I believe this is the quickest way to enact change in California. We are the most taxed state in America and we have the most homeless, highest homeless population uh, in America. And there's 30 other reasons uh, that I really don't want to get into. I I don't want to start spats. And again, I don't care if the governor was a Democrat or a Republican or a Libertarian. Um, better leadership is needed. And I wanted to talk to Mike Netter. If if some uh, reputable Democrat was the best option to replace him, so be it. But um, I just get into my talk with Mike because I know Mike is organizing this effort. And I was really blown away with how organized this current recall effort is and uh, how there's so many volunteers and there's so much engagement and there's so much unity uh, from all – uh, races, colors, creeds, factions, political parties, um, to try to make this happen. And logistically, this is going to be harder to make happen than it did um, when Gray Davis was recalled and Arnold Schwarzenegger became governor. And as much as I want, I wanted to talk to Mike about like himself, where he came from, growing up, and all that. Uh, but I had only so much time. He has only so much time, and I'm just fortunate that I got to speak with him about this topic. Uh, if you want to know all there is to know about how to change the future of this state, uh, here's my talk with Mike Netter. This is Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm interviewing another one of my Facebook friends. I admit I added him because if you watch those CW shows like The Flash, you know that you warn The Flash not to mess with the timeline. Right now, this man is helping mess with the political timeline in California and in the country. Uh, one of the organizers of RecallGavin2020.com, uh, Mike Netter. How are you, sir? Well, outside the fact I'm living in California where the homeless seem to run the streets and fire fills the air and the power goes out, I'm doing great. It's nice. It's like it's like the nation's trailer park now is California. Like you just kind of walk down the street and I on my street, I just see tons of like campers on the street and, you know, run down cars and encampments and so much. Um, I guess I have to ask you, where's the where's the genesis of this idea? There was a recall for for the governor like a year or two ago. Unfortunately, there were two at the same time. But how did the the, the brain trust of, of this movement uh, kind of get together and time it out? 
Well, it really all started because, um, and I want to say that the best representative and driving force behind this is one particular person, Gavin Newsom, because he's actually uniting the state of California. And that's kind of how this came about. So some of us have participated in the last recall, which really wasn't even a year ago, which should say something about the state. And people go, there was two, Evan, and there really wasn't. There was kind of like 1.5. One of them really not, did never got off the ground. Right. What's really amazing, and I don't think people realize the scope and breadth of what it takes to recall a governor in California. Do you mind if I lay some statistical yeah, facts on you yeah, without being socially down. awkward? No, lay it down. And if you want to even like tie that to how we got Arnold Schwarzenegger as well, like what was it successful about the Gray Davis recall that you guys are taking too? Yeah, lay lay it down. This is your this is your time. <laughs> Perfect. Well, the two things they have in common is both the governors were idiots. Okay, so let's <laughs> lay that on the table right now, right? If we didn't have an idiotic governor, a recall wouldn't be possible. Gavin makes it, frankly, even easier than it probably was in the Gray Davis days. One of the th- things we have taken from the Gray Davis days is the organization by county. And I want to be very specific on that because a lot of people don't realize even how the election system works in California. So a group of us worked on the last recall, getting it together and trying to assist the previous person who was in charge of it and realized that the way that was going, it probably wasn't going to be over the top. Um, It's interesting because most people, do you know how many signatures it takes to recall a governor in California? Uh, Well, I know like your target is 2 million, but does it take 1.4 million, 1.5? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. (laughs) It takes 1.475 million. But the reason I'm telling you that figure is to understand that back in Great Davis days, the reason it only took us 900,000. And this is a real important message come election time. I'll try not to It's not that easy. But when we say get out and vote, in a way, people do get out and vote. But because they get out and vote and voted for the wrong person last time, it takes 12 percent of the people that voted for governor last time to recall the governor of California. All right. And that figure of the people that vote for governor in California, different than even the election we're having right now, is real important. Because when you see the state initiative, the guys on the street sign here, sign here, sign here. Right. Right. There's three kinds of initiatives. There's a regular initiative to put a law in place. And that takes five percent. Right. That's five of the people that voted for governor last time. If you want to change the California Constitution and get initiative to do that, it takes 8% of the people that voted for governor last time. So to recall a state official, it takes 12% of the people that voted for governor last time. Now, that means, for those keeping score at home, okay, (laughs) and even if you're not, grab a pencil, that this is actually the largest initiative in American history. So the signatures we need have never been that many have never been needed before to enact change. Correct. Wow. Okay. And understand what, what got us your initial question, which I actually do remember, was that how did you guys come up with this? Well, we basically were a group of patriots called the California Patriots Coalition that formed a political pact specifically for the purpose of recalling the governor of California and kind of studied what we needed to do to get this initiative going. That's why we're 
fairly sophisticated in what needs to be done. Some of the things we noticed that were important changes which needed to be done was this. And this is a lesson for everybody listening to your show. And yep. if they're not, they can get it later. Okay. Yep. Is that most petitions you see are an eight and a half by 14 paper. Right. right? Right. Because the statute says legal paper or legal requirements. Right. So people take that as meaning to be legal paper. We found out it doesn't have to be on legal paper. It can be on letter size paper as long as it meets the legal requirements. And of course, Evan, you're going to ask, why is that important? Well, I'm holding it right here. Right. That was your cue to ask why that's important. Why is that but important, okay. Mr. Mike? Thank you. Work on it later. Work with me, man. Work with me here, okay? <laughs> this is a struggle to get all this information out. That's important because most people, if they want to sign an initiative, especially to recall the governor in these times in California where we're locked in our houses, not allowed to go to work, not allowed to wander the streets, unless, of course, we're homeless where we get free alcohol and drugs, different show. Yeah. But since most of us are locked in our homes, we're encouraging people to print this petition from their house. Now, I don't know about you, but most people don't have legal paper at home. Right. And that may seem like a really small thing to you, but people generally don't want to pay nine, 10 bucks to just the printer, go get the ink. Because let's face it, California is in the condition it's in because Americans are lazy. Californians haven't been paying attention. So the eight and a half by 11 petition, even for future initiatives, is real important because people can print it from home if they're a registered voters, sign in wet ink. And simply mail in. And that's yeah. how we've collected actually already more enough signatures to even put this on the ballot if it was a regular initiative. Evan, you look like you got a question. So you could put this. Wait, there's a way not to just to do a petition for recall. You could have like it being as like a proposition you could vote for or something. The, that's the point something I'm else. making is this. No, the, we have a specific purpose that an initiative has to be. Our initiative is to recall the governor of California. But the enormity of what we're doing is what I'm trying to get across. Yes. We've already collected enough signatures without paid petitioners that if this were a regular petition, for example, to make the name Mike Netter illegal, which I'm not encouraging. I'm just bringing right. that up as an example, of course. Right. right. Bad example, but it's all I got this morning. <laughs> if we were to want to put that in the ballot, normally people pay 10 to $15 a signature, the driving forces behind getting something on the ballot. We've done gotten more than enough signatures so far with just volunteers. So when back to your original point, when you say, well, the last one wasn't quite successful. Let me tell you something, although we've exceeded that figure by a multiplier, the last one, not being organized, not being funded at all, and we still need funding because funding is important, Right. still got 327,000 signatures, <laughs> even though it was over in the holidays. Think about that. Yeah. So what started us on this was simply we could see the direction California was going and had a good understanding of what the runoff system commonly known as the jungle primary system is in California. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with that, Evan? Well, no, I ran for office. So I know, I mean, I, I missed out by 150 votes to, to make it to the general election. So, you know, that's the, that's the top two, the curse of the top two, I guess. The curse of the top two, which only California has. And most people, strangely enough, aren't cognizant of it because they haven't run for office. And I'm going to let you on a secret because you're not recording this, right? No, not at all. I didn't think so. Many of the candidates 
that I talk to aren't even aware that exists. It amazes me. It really does because they've become immune to the fact we have a jungle primary system. Now, that's real important to reasoning behind the recall for two reasons. Mm-hmm. I could go like that, but I'm going like that. Evan, got it? <laughs> Field goal. Field goal. <laughs> and those two reasons are when we put a recall on the ballot, it's not subject to the jungle primary. And folks like you know it, and some people go, I remember back Gray Davis 2003, I think. Here's what happens. That goes on the ballot in March or April as a special election. Right. Got it? Mm -hmm. And people vote, do you want Gavin to continue as governor? Yes or no. If they vote no, which most of them will, they're going to vote from a slate of candidates that have decided to run for governor versus the system that we have now. For example, who's running for vice president of the United States? I don't mean Pence, Camila Harris. Right, Kamala Harris, yeah. Kamala Harris, Camila, whatever. Harris. Yes. Let's just call her (laughs) Harris. And the reason she even got in this position is she basically ran unopposed for senator in California. What do you mean unopposed? There were two Democrats on the ballot. So the ballots are kind of stacked. So in the run of the the, um, system of the recall, the recall system, which has been in place since 1913, gets around the jungle primary. But there's also another real important point here. People go, what what has happened to California? How did we get in this situation where the streets are littered with trash, where the governor is basically signing bills for 2030, 2035? (laughs) And you're like, dude, how about today? Have you paid attention? How did we get here? Let me tell you how we got here. In my statistical opinion, there are 5 million registered Republicans in California. Okay. That's actually the largest Republican block of any state in the country. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I know the ratio to Democrats, but. Ah, because we always talk about ratios, not number of votes. And 5 million people, which is only only need 40% of them from them to sign to get the recall on the ballot. Mm -hmm. But there's 5 million of them. Now, that's 22% of the registered electorate. There are 42% registered Democrats. But here's what's fascinating. There are 24% NPP, no party preference, that tend to lean conservative, but have forgot to re-register or simply aren't participating in the voting process. Right. That's 6 million people. We have the voter file as a political pack. My figures are fairly accurate. Mm-hmm. Those 6 million people, which tend to be conservative, let's just assume that even half of them mm-hmm. voted for more conservative issues to balance the state out. Add that to the five, that's 8 million people. Gavin Newsom is in office with only 7.2 million votes. John Cox got 5 million last time. It's the people that didn't participate out of the 18 million voters in California that put us in their, this issue problem. So the, that's why it's important to note that the jungle primary system is kind of nullified by the recall movement that we're doing. Right. And I guess then and the point, I guess, is it's not that it's not hard to recall the votes are the people are out there that would sign this recall. It's just really a matter of just having it known. And I mean, I've I've just found it from 
from friends of friends that have done signatures in the past. Uh, and it just, I, it got to me where I've been now going around the neighborhood myself and, um, you know, this thing is going to go past Halloween and I created what, what people should call a recall where, you know, you can activate people and like get signatures cause they want to sign it. They wish they knew how to sign it. And, uh, you know, what, what's needed, obviously you guys need signatures and you guys need donations um to do what so what's what's the what are their donations going to because i know i've had a friend where he was like i i was gonna do this much and then i'm i know double that and then he doubled it so it's important to know what we need money for and let me again i'm gonna give you some statistical facts here okay the pundits told us it takes three dollars and twenty first off let me back up for a second Mm -hmm. rewind okay (laughs) let me be clear on one thing here all right To your point, we only need 20% of 50% of the registered voters to get the recall on the ballot. So if only 20% of half the people registered to vote, even just the NPPs and the Republicans. And by the way, Newsom's done a fabulous job, and it's all over our Facebook groups, et cetera, of taking off the Democrats. So right. they're signing it too. But let me stick with my straight line statistics. The, the problem we have is they told us it would take $3.25 per signature for what's known as acquisition costs. Mm-hmm. Now, Evan, you seem like a bright guy. I'm going to make it easy on you, right? Assuming I even gave you a discount. Yeah. I said it's three bucks a piece times about the two million I need because of the overage. What does that come to, Evan? Three six million dollars. Thank you. That was good. That was very quick. I'm proud of you. Oh, okay. You. I too so, a lot. <laughs> the challenge is, well, then I should have given you the three point two five times no, one point no, no, eight. No, no, calculator. But yeah, I know. <laughs> Try not to show you up because you are the host. Okay? okay. But here's my point. What we found is that Newsom has done such a fabulous job of ticking off the state. Eight, that between volunteers, and I'm getting to where we need the money, we have to print petitions, we have to get the word out. We've done emails to 1.2 million Republicans twice. We've done emails to 1.5 NPPs that cost money. We've done some mailers. We need to advertise. Now, when people ask where their money is going, let me explain that. That right now, instead of the $3.25 that all the political pundits told us we would need, we are averaging about $0.89 a signature. Now, let's round that up, Evan, because I don't want you to have to use your calculator on the air. Okay. Okay. If I take a dollar dollar times $2 million, what does that come to? $2 million. Fantastic. If this were the prices <laughs> right, you would have won absolutely nothing. Bob that's Barker. Exactly. Yes. There you go. I miss him too, but hey, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. So um, he's hanging out with Ronald Reagan somewhere, I'm sure, but story <laughs> for another. Right. Yeah. What I'm saying is this. So, in effect, we really need to raise about $2 million. That goes to paying some paid petitioners at the end of this drive. We just filed for a three-month extension because we need to get this done in court. Yes. All right. Yes. You know that, right? I, yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to mention that or not. I mean, I, I push it like I want to get it done by the 7th of November. Um, so do we. We want to get it done by the 7th of November, but I don't want my house to burn either, so I go with a company for insurance. Right. So insurance is a pretty good deal because we have to stress again, it's not only – the future of California right now 
during this election. It is literally Gavin may run for president and these policies affect the country. It's the future of our nation. So we need insurance. Yes. Okay. And not to top off the board of registers are closed. So (laughs) we have about a hundred thousand dollars in legal fees. Wow. We already have our court date set. We paid about half those legal fees. Another thing we're doing, which is different this time, mm-hmm. is we're paying to have the signers verified yep. ahead of time. What normally happens in some initiatives that are grassroots, and I'm not quite sure where the term came from, but we call them volunteers, right? Yeah. yeah. But the grassroots or volunteers are a lot of times told, just give your signatures to the register of voters, who we know, of course, is the most efficient organization next to the DMV in the United States, right? I'm having, I'm, I'm shell-shocked from having my votes counted from the primary, so, you know. I'm getting mine counted twice. I got three ballots. Good news, I'm only turning in two, yeah. okay? But yep. reality is what the Register of Voters is supposed to do is go through signatures and verify them. And if a signature is wrong, they're supposed to mail it back directly to you. And I know you signed many initiatives over the year, Evan, like I have. Right. And I know you've gotten many of those letters from the Register of Voters. Never. Oh, you haven't. Never. Shocking. Nope. Right. That's kind of my point. And there's no one really. <laughs> so we have to pay 25 cents a signature to have them verified ahead of time. So where your money goes, this is easy math again, Evan. Good. At $2 million, and we don't need quite $2 million, We need $1.7 million, but okay. stick with me here. Let's okay. use two million, and if it's a quarter piece to be verified, how much money is that, Evan? Five hundred thousand dollars. God, you're good. I am. So good. that's another five hundred thousand dollars that we need to raise, along with the money for the legal fees, along with here's another. In spite of Newsom trying to move us back to burrows and donkeys in 2035, <laughs> right? We still use gas-powered cars today, and we have to actually. We get these petitions from a central location to the board of registered. We call that freight and delivery. Yes. Okay. So that's why our signatures are probably going to average about a buck a piece to recall the governor of California. All okay. right. So we need about $2 million. We have approximately 60 to 70% of it. It's the money why we're asking for the extension because it's really hard to get people with big money to jump on board until they see the momentum. However, people like John Cox, right. who may or may not run for governor, we don't endorse anybody in the campaign, our campaign. I want to be clear of that, right? right. But he's jumped in with a six-figure donation, and, and God love him, man, because he's simply doing it because he wants to help move this along. We're hoping in the next couple of weeks that more donors come on, but every donation Literally, if it's $5, $10, $15, I want you to know the way to break it down. It's going to signature verification, Mm -hmm. publicity to make people aware of it, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. It's going to um, signature verification, like I think I already said, Mm -hmm. all right? Mail-in and printing. That all together and legal fees is probably going to run around $2 million dollars We are literally, and this is transparent, we're a registered political PAC. So every quarter, we put out there what our income and expenses are. And when our new report comes out, you'll see to date, we've probably raised about 
I would say $500,000. And we're still on the way to getting it done, but that's one reason we need the extension, right? Right. There is nobody, almost nobody, and I talk to literally thousands of people on social media, sure. live, on the streets, maybe one out of 150, I'll let you do that percentage on your own. Okay, I'll, do, I'll do it. I'll bring it back to you next time. Thank you. <laughs> no. Are against recalling Gavin Newsom. Wait, it how much? Most, give me the number again. Maybe one out of 150 people yeah. don't want to sign the recall. He's the most unifying force I have ever seen in politics for bringing the state together. The yeah. challenge we have is getting the word out. Right. And this is also really important. I get this all the time. Well, I signed online. You know, when I bought that thing from Amazon, I also signed the petition and I ordered <laughs> some stuff for my house. And I, I pretty much done my politics for the year. And I do plan on mailing in my ballot because I don't want to leave home and get involved. Yeah. When we say a wet signature, it means you have to be a registered voter and sign it with a pen. A pen. Got it? Sign the paper with a pen. Sign the paper with a pen. That's what makes it a legal petition. Now, you can do it from your home, and that requires enormous effort. It means you have to take this finger. Got it? Yes. And you have to find, first off, you have to attach your printer. And for those of you yes. technically challenged out there, we have over 400 signing locations listed on our website, which I've forgotten to mention, recallgavin2020.com. I'll make right. up for it. You go to our website, you can find the permanent signing locations. On the front page, though, if, you could, if you're not technically challenged enough to plug that cable into your printer, and you have ink, and you have letter-sized paper, Here's what we ask you to do. We ask that you take this finger. <laughs> it doesn't specifically have to be this finger, but this seems to be the most common one. Evan. And, we're not, and we're not doing a shining thing right now. We're not. Okay, good. Just no. take the finger. Good. And we ask you to go to our website and where it says print petition. We put it in really bold print for the technically challenged. Yes. We say print petition. And you line up that little cursor with print petition. Yes. At recallgavin2020.com. I got to make up for lost time. Mm -hmm. And you push the button and the petition prints out. It's a miracle, Evan. Okay. And you can do it at home. It's a flipping miracle. And then we ask one more thing of you. We ask you to print. We ask you to sign. We yep. ask you to get your family to sign. We then ask you to mail, donate if you can, and participate. If it, you feel it within you, to print out two or three petitions if you have the budget because it's two or three sheets of paper i got it times are hard <laughs> right some people i understand but if you have the budget to print even five sheets of paper i want you to think about this i'm going to make this math hard but okay. it's a strange okay. figure okay. we have 67 7000 volunteers but if 25000 volunteers got 67 signatures each we'd have the number that we need. Yeah. It's simply getting the word out. The money needs to go to get the word out. At recallgavin2020.com, we have Facebook groups you can join. We ask that you get on our mailing list in case the social media folks decide, oh, this isn't a good idea. Yep. Gavin may call them. Yeah. We, but more importantly, we ask you to participate not just give us one signature, but many. 
And that we want to drive that cost down from an average of 89 cents rising to a dollar signature down to the price of a postage stamp, which we can do if people watching this. And as you go door to door on Halloween, are you going to be dressed as Gavin Newsom, Evan? Uh, I might be out of town. I mean, but I'm at a hotel. And even if you're at a hotel, the front desk can print it for you. Absolutely. Even you don't have to push a button. Just send them the document and they'll do it. Well, if you're at a hotel, you have to wear a mask, right? Uh, It's behind me. Okay. Well, I mean, you can wear one of our recall, Gavin, 2020.com masks. All right. I need the advertising. Help me dilute my figure even more, Evan. I will. Bring it down. All right. So. This is important in all seriousness, which is hard for me to do on your show. Okay. Cause this is socially awkward yes. and there is no socially awkward more governor in the history of politics than Gavin Newsom. Have you ever noticed that he really looks like he wants to get out of the room to do something else. God knows what that is, but he seriously looks like the suits they fitted him on are too tight. He's a good looking guy. They put him in a great looking suit, but have you ever seen anybody so uncomfortable being governor Because I think what he knows or doesn't know, and whether it's ignorance or evil, it doesn't matter. The net effect's the same. Yeah. Is that he's not doing the right thing. In a way, I think part of him hopes this is successful because he seems to be doing something every day. Well, today we're going to study reparations. But, you know, (laughs) next Thursday, what I'm going to do is I'm going to suppress the economically depressed people with a higher COVID thing. Disneyland, ah, who needs it? We're just going to keep them shut down. You think he would be running out of stuff to screw the state up? Well, I think Halloween guidelines are coming out. Well, they are. It's like, you know, the the public, I don't, I, again, either he, he can't be dreaming up this material itself. So I think, I I seriously think his aides are going, that's just right. He, he, he wouldn't sign that. I mean, come on. We're going to, let's find out how stupid he really is. He's going to pay us anyway, but he signs it. And he right. does this by executive order. He awards a mask order to China for getting the states out of work. So Everyone's the reality got the reason, is you know. yeah. this gentleman and seriously is trying to see how far he can push the power envelope. We're now, by the way, supposed to report when we have more than three people in our home. You know, that came out last right. week. Yep. Okay. So I missed apparently China, in addition to shipping the mask, shipped the Marxist manual over. Because apparently he read that set of the instruction manual about how to order for Californians. Yep. Thought that was the PO. Okay. <laughs> so he keeps pushing this envelope more and more. It is up to us, the people, to stop him. Recallgavin2020.com gives you a vehicle to do something about it. Print, sign, work with me here, Evan. Start over. Sign and mail in. Donate, participate. Yes. God, you were close, Evan. Donate, participate, mail in. I went from math. I went from math to sequential English. It was. Print, sign, mail, donate, participate. Participate means do what you're doing. You don't have to have a big mic in front of your face. That looks a little weird on the street, Evan, when you're not on radio. But hey, you know, it is the millennium. 
Yeah, I want to make sure it sounds good, Mike. I want to make I sure understand. it sounds good. I, I, I want to leave it there. This is a lot of information. I wanted to talk to you maybe about like you personally, but um, I definitely want to get this message out at this time. And and we'll we'll I want I'll have you back. We'll we'll talk about maybe the aftermath down the road. Um, but I, I'm very proud of it. I mean, I wouldn't be pushing it so much and making other people like have to confront it. Um, if I didn't believe in it and how organized you guys have been. So um, I've really been uh, blown away by that. And, you know, you have your weekly town meetings, of course, uh, every week. Special when, guests. It, when is this going on the air? I'll try to pump it out later today. Like Okay, tonight, this is maybe get really important about our town hall tomorrow night. Okay. It's Wednesday Wednesdays night. at 645. Yep. Okay. Now, I never thought I would say this. Yes. But we have gotten Scott Bale on our show to speak tomorrow night. Now, for I have met with John Cox. I've met with Daryl Issa, the head of the Republican Party. My family is most impressed that somebody from Happy Days is coming on the show. But he, the reality is he's a great conservative, a quality actor, and a mm-hmm. big name that we're inviting everybody to tune in on. These people in Hollywood literally are coming out saying we need to stop Gavin. So yes. tomorrow night, 645, it's on Facebook Live. It's on Zoom. It's on our RecallGavin2020.com channel. Tune in for our town hall. Yes. Perfect. I'll, I'll definitely put that in the notes. Um, thanks for your time. I know you got a lot of interviews and things are ramping up and uh, wish you well. I'll, I'll be getting, I'll be getting signatures in the airport for all, if I can. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep pushing this and uh, we'll, we'll change, we'll mess with the timeline. Thank you very so, much. And have you, a nice day. Yes. I want to thank you guys for checking out my talk with Mike. Uh, again, awkwardwithevan.com for all the old episodes. And please go to recallgavin2020.com uh, to participate or even donate if you're not in California, but you care. Uh, this is going to be uh, quite a time and a watershed moment for the state. And hopefully we can uh, turn it around. Uh, I guess that's really all. Uh, hopefully Mike will come back and I can shoot the breeze with him. But he'd have to bring a unique Facebook friend to the podcast. Regardless, stay awkward because you know I will. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.